said, I seen you in here before. I said, I've been here a time or two. She said, hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Meet my twin sister, Betty Lou. And we're both feeling kind of wild tonight. You're the only cowboy in this place. And if you're up for a rodeo, I'll put a big Texas smile on your face. All right. Welcome back to episode 233 of Two Drunk Brothers in the podcast. <clears throat> if we notice a different intro this week, it is because we ain't as good as we once was. <laughs> not as good as we once was, and we lost a, a legend. Probably the the biggest legends of country music and music in general. Uh, I would say at least of the 90s, 90s era, early 2000s, I'll put it that way. Ni- late 90s, early 2000s was ran by Toby Keith in the country industry. And just somebody who loved it. Yeah, loved his country. Patriotic is all is all get out. Like, I'll be tough. Like, uh, I saw some at Barstool. The guys, like, some all the guys at Barstool, like, two years ago, named their top 10 Americans. And Toby Keith was on uh, El Presidente's top 10 list of, of Americans. And rightfully so. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to pour one out for Toby Keith. I actually got a new whiskey I want to try on the podcast. So, I'm going to try it live on the rocks. I'm not a big on the rocks guy. But it's the number one whiskey that was voted in 2023. It's uh, Bottle and Bond Heaven and Heaven Hill. Uh, got it at Costco for a pretty good price, only 38 bucks. So, $38 bottle of whiskey won the whiskey of the year. So, I'm hoping that it tastes absolutely amazing. So, nice little heavy pour right there. I'll give it a try. Let you, let you, let you fellas know with a little Af- African sugar in my, in my upper decky. African sugar. Christ Almighty, that's fucking amazing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Like, nice. Oh my God. Well. Wow. I didn't do a, a live on the air review, but I also went and got a, a bottle of Basil Hayden Toast. Also phenomenal. Drank it on the rocks before I decided to mix it with some Bailey's, which is also phenomenal, by the way. So we're all just out here drinking some some fire shit tonight. No, nah, I'm just drinking <clears throat> a standard a standard St. Louis lager uh so but but there is something special about it what's what's special about it trav it's expired (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what's the best kind of beer free beer yep i don't know i can't i think it's not mentioned how he where he got it from but i'm i was gonna say yeah no i'm not gonna do that oh here we go though (laughs) it expired october 17th so Four months, five months, ain't bad. It's if it tastes good, I you know like what? As long as as long as it stays cold, which it it never got refrigerated, so it was it stayed unrefrigerated. Same temperature, yeah. And then I haven't taken it out of the fridge since, so it literally tastes like. I mean, I'm sure if you go buy a brand new can of it versus what I have, it'll taste a little bit of difference, but probably not much. Right. I was gonna say too, like you know, you say it's not special. I think for me. If I'm talking about St. Louis beers, that isn't your typical, like, you know, light beer. I think Zwickle's probably, for me, top three St. Louis beer. That's, like, not like a... Oh, it's up there. Yeah. Like, for sure. Fair enough. Okay, so it's special. Yeah. Um, So, we are going to basically have a just loaded Super Bowl... What is it? 57? 58? 58. 58. You you missed out on a fucking eye there, my friend. Listen, I don't know what happened, but was was your day as as long as mine, Travis? No, my day wasn't long, but the rest of the week will be long because it's going to be seventy degrees in St. Louis on Friday. So somebody shoot my head off. Um, (laughs) ridiculous. Either way, loaded Super Bowl show. We're gonna give you. We're gonna run down how we're gonna do our props and how we're going to do our picks can be a little bit different than usual. Um, and then just talk about the game. And then Ethan's got a little uh, trivia extravaganza for us. Like he always does. So Ethan's trivia extravaganza. Said, there you go. That's gotta be the intro from now yeah. on. <laughs> we got to make a, we'll make a little jingle to it. Um, but so the line really hasn't changed a whole lot. The Niners have stayed at minus one, minus two point favorites. I see minus. <laughs> They're minus one or minus two on the books. 
Um, total is 47 and a half. Yep. 47 and a half. Didn't have it in front of me. Um, how do you guys see the Kansas City Swifts versus the San Francisco 49ers playing out? I've gone back and forth probably 15 times in this game on how I want to bet it straight up. Um, you guys all know my theory. Well, there's only one way I want to bet it, but yeah, I don't right. know how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I could see it going like this is like, a, like I think I feel like we say this every year in the Super Bowl, like, oh, I could see other team winning. I don't know. It, I, we were all pretty emphatically on thinking the Chiefs were running last year against the Eagles, if I, if I remember correctly. We were all pretty pretty confident in that happening, I think, or I was anyway. Um, I remember. But I flipped back and forth. I have my official pick, and it's everyone's like, oh, it's because Jared hates the Chiefs. I'm actually betting money line on the Niners. I think that's because I just see all the money coming in on Kansas City, like fucking spread, money line, all of it's on Kansas City. This game is in Vegas. You think Vegas is going to lose in their own backyard? That's my That was my sole reason. I flipped back and forth. The sole reason was all the money coming on Kansas City. I don't see Vegas losing that much money when the game is right in their backyard. So I thought about this, and I want to ask you guys this question. Regardless of the lines, regardless of the, the, un, or the favorite, the plus money, who would you consider the underdog to be in this, in this game? Or is there one? Like, is there a true underdog in this game specifically? I don't I mean, think so. If you if this game were be playing neutral site, be to be played neutral site, I feel like at any point in the year, the 49ers would be a bigger favorite than what they are now. Obviously, you've seen the Chiefs kind of run the table over the last few weeks, but I feel like they would have been a five six point favorite earlier in the year. And I agree. And this is where, this is what gets me hung up on it too, is you've got a Kansas city chiefs team. That's been here before done it. They've won two super bowls, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, a couple of the guys on defense, Chris Jones. Um, and then you've got a Niners team that is just loaded with talent. And so I, I kept going back and forth. I'm like, I don't know who technically has the underdog story here because yes, Brock Purdy, you know, last pick in the draft, proven himself, carried this team here, came from behind both games. You could see them as an underdog. But then, like you said, you think about it in terms of the regular season, the Kansas City Chiefs were very underwhelming all year long and then put it together right when it mattered. So I I was just flipping back and forth on it. I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I, I think people are reading too much into the line because I see everyone saying, well, how can you – make Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs an underdog in this game. Like, let's be real. I mean, like, it's a it's a one-and-a-half, two-point spread. To me, that's not – that's basically a pick em. Um, I don't think Vegas would make this game a pick em, but I think the line kind of leans more towards that. My biggest concern was the way the, way the Niners played coming into this game. Like, they had – they should have lost to the Packers. They probably should have lost to the Lions. Um, and the Chiefs, on the other hand, like – Yes, the Bills game was a little close, but to me, like, I think they always had control of that Bills game. They never really, like, it was a close score. They dominated the Dolphins. To me, they dominated the Ravens completely, even though the score was only 17 to 10. Um, they just look a lot more dominant. That's why I'm like, man, do I bet the Chiefs again? But then I just, I, whatever in me, like, I knew deep down I didn't want to. So I found a reason, and that was the money movement. So, well, it almost felt like a rat line to me. You talk about, like, it, you know, it's one, one and a half, two point spread. I, I was kind of with Travis. I know. <laughs> you know, continue. Am I back? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I thought it would be a, a bigger spread than it was. Um, I don't know how much bigger, but I, one and a half seemed like a small spread. Yeah. It does. So, I mean, based, I'm not obviously not, I wouldn't bet him at a two point favorite. It's going to take a money line, just like minus 130. Um, that, that's who I was on from the jump. That's who I'm, you know, going to take just because don't want to bet against the Chiefs. Don't want to bet on the Chiefs. Not necessarily like, hey, this is the, uh, my surefire pick. Half of it is, is betting with my 
heart, I guess. Even though I don't, I mean, I don't love the 49ers by any means. I just am with the 90% of America that doesn't want to see the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, so, I don't want to, I don't want another Patriots on our hands. That's 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 what I don't want here. I thought I thought about taking the under potentially. Um but I hate any, any total in this game. I, yeah, I don't I don't like I, I can argue it for either way, but I can also see there being 70 points being scored. And that's kind of how I uh went about it as well. So with that being said, Ethan, I'll let you, since this was your idea, explain how we're gonna talk about our props. He is what? one thousand percent frozen. He has not moved in probably fifteen <laughs> seconds. And he just yep. has another oh man, is this gonna be <laughs> How's this going to work? Let's add him to the stage. There we go. There okay. we go. All right. We will let you discuss how we are going to do our picks then, since it was your idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I didn't know if you guys saw me cut out. I just switched to my hotspot because I'm not dealing with my internet tonight. That's why I left. Um, Yeah, so thought that I had earlier today um, that I thought would be kind of fun for the Super Bowl to kind of wrap up football betting season. As you all know, that is our, our biggest gambling season that we have is each of us would come with one official pick for our podcast pick. So, you know, we've had a running total all year. Travis has been giving you our units, how much we're up, how much we're down. Um, and that would count towards those official picks to wrap up the football season. However, what we'll also be doing is we will all come with all of our own individual picks like we always do, except this time trying to decide on kind of a running list of those picks outside of the three official ones we have. We will be competing against each other this week on unit total. So we'll each have about seven to eight picks. We'll do a 10 units max for each of us. So 30 units total. Um, and then we'll basically compete to see who it finishes with up the most units down the most units, whatever. And the order in which we finish, so say Travis finishes up three and a half units, Jarrett finishes uh, up a unit and a half, and I finish down a unit, just for example, that would be not the order of our mock NFL draft in April, but the order in which we get to choose what pick order we have. So if Travis won, he would get to say, oh, I want to go first, second, or third. And then we would have that running rotation for the draft. Um, if Jared gets second, then he gets second choice. If I get third, then I'm just stuck with what's left. Um, and then also the loser, we can decide on what it might be, would have to do some sort of punishment or consequence or whatever we decide Ooh. at any given time. So if you guys are on board with that, I thought that'd be a fun way to do it. Good comp good competition um, to wrap up the uh, football betting season. I like it. I like it. All right. Since you, this is your grand old idea. So are we going to decide like which ones of each other's picks that we want to use for our official yes. picks or does. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we don't necessarily have to be like, this is my official pick. Cause if you all don't like it, we'll toss it out. But if you're like, Ooh, I like that one too. Like let's ride it. That will be considered our official pick for the pod. Okay. Okay. So we're, cool. we're giving out picks in, in units with those picks for our, yes. for our 10 units. Okay. Up to 10 total. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I, We'll start with my first one because um, I'm going to I'm going to start with game props to player props to random props at the end. So my my official game prop that I like the the most out of all the ones that I saw, I stayed away from the spread. I actually really like the over 47 and a half in this game. Okay. Um, I think that both of these teams, when their offenses are on, they're on. I get both teams have some pretty stout defenses. I just I see this game kind of being up and down the field. Um, 47 and a half felt good to me. I would concur with that. What happened, Travis? James Madison was up six points, and the, and the spread was four and a half, and they uh, let up a basket with 0.5 seconds left. Did they really? He said he missed missed the putback. He missed the three-pointer. He did, and they got the offensive rebound and put it back. Dude, this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm done betting. I if got, anybody I'm wants like, to know how the week has been going with betting, that's, that is the culmination of what it has been right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm literally just dumping. I'm like, might as well catch money on fire because Providence Creighton's going to lose too. So, anyway, Ethan, you're over 47 and a half. Um, all right, how many units do you say you're going to put on that one? That oh, one, no. I'm just doing. Well, yeah, I didn't say it yet, but um, that one I would just do a unit on unless it turns into a pod pick, and then we can decide how many units. Okay. Yeah, I uh, 
I could I could see that happening. We kind of talked about you know back and forth. It could be over, could be under. Um, either way you decide, I think just putting a union on it is is a solid pick. So I will go ahead and give my my first pick. Um, so I starting out with game or we going game picks and then props. That's just the order I was doing it in. Feel free to jump wherever you want, but okay. I have a quirky. Um, kind of prop. I like the Chiefs first quarter total over four and a half. Um, it's plus money at plus 115. So if we will want to look uh, to the Chiefs as of late in the playoffs, they have scored a touchdown in the opening quarter at a two out of three games dating back to the last five of the season. They scored three out of five. It just seems like they are able to um, they, they're really, really good at putting an opening drive script together. So if the Chiefs get the – I really like this a lot if the Chiefs get the ball first too. Um, so that way they're able to kind of put that opening drive script together, kind of control the pace of the game, um, and go down and, and score a touchdown. So, again, it's plus money. Um, I'm only putting a unit on it at, because of that, but Chiefs first quarter total over four and a half. I like the logic. It seems very doable. But if they don't get the ball first, they have to score yeah. in that first drive. That's the only yeah. thing that sucks. Mm-hmm. Have to. And they, I mean, they could, hell, they could even get the ball second and not get it unless they score semi quickly. It just all depends. That's, it's a, it's a risky, but, and also they have to score a touchdown. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. The more I like the sound of it, but then the more I think about it, I'm like, ooh, that's, uh, that's a bold strategy. Yeah. Um, my first one is Travis Kelsey over 70 and a half receiving yards. Um, he's been going nuclear in the playoffs because they've needed him. He's hit this total in all three games they've played in. Um, and the 49ers are coming off a game where they let up 97 yards to Sam Laporta previously before that. Let, they let up six catches to tight ends against the Packers. Um, I would say that if the chiefs are going to want to move the ball down the field and keep this game competitive, Travis Kelsey, they're going to have to lean on him and he's going to have to hit 71 yards. Yeah. And the thing that I like a lot about this too, because I actually do like that pick wasn't on my slate, but I like that pick. And I would, I would turn that into a pod pick if we all agreed is yeah that at some point I worry that the chiefs receivers are going to come back down to their regular season form. Cause they've played well in these playoffs, but we saw what they were like in the regular season. And I feel like that again, with what the Niners have done against tight ends, Andy Reid and the knowledge that he has probably recognizes that and we saw what he did with Travis Kelsey last game got him super involved I'm I cannot imagine that they don't do that again knowing that if you try to force it to some of these young receivers or receivers that haven't been trustworthy it's going to come to bite you in the ass so I think that they they rely on their their sure-handed guy and uh I I wouldn't be surprised if he hit that total easily because he hit it easily last week yeah I mean they have no one else to catch the ball so if they need to score, if they get down even a little bit, going to have to hit it. So yeah. what do you got? Uh, I'm not even going to add too much to this because we we kind of talked about all the reasons why, but I have Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score at even money. It was plus 100, which is wild to me, kind of. I, I figured it would be in the minus 150 range. So for plus money for Travis Kelsey to get into the end zone, I have two units on that. Um, yeah, for all okay. the reasons you just talked about. I'll piggyback off that. One of my picks is Travis Kelsey first touchdown score kind of plays into my chiefs um, opening drive script over four and a half in the first quarter. Um, people are like, man, these guys are going heavy on the chiefs and they want the <laughs> Niners to win. Um, that can my still happen are coming. very easily. Um, I just think it just, it's kind of plays into my mantra of the whole Swift Kelsey thing and like being on the national stage um, and also we talked about how bad the Niners have been against tight ends in the playoffs. So uh, Travis Kelsey, first touchdown scores plus seven fifty. Um, I'm only putting a half a unit on that one. So. Okay. All right. I had two on my uh, Travis Kelsey. I didn't say that earlier. Next one. <clears throat> Here's a weird prop for you. It's not really weird. It's just standard player prop, but it's Debo Samuel under two and a half carries. It's plus money at plus one forty five. He has had only three plus carries in four of his last 10 games uh, and two of his last seven. Uh, I know it's a weird problem because you're basically gambling on the amount of like funky play designs that the 49ers draw up. 
Um, I don't, I don't see him lining up in the backfield much, maybe once. Um, it's kind of standard what they do. just a straight run play to him. Outside of that, you're looking at, you're needing like two jet sweeps to him. Don't see that happening for plus money. I like it for a unit. Yeah. I like that pick as well. I do not have it, but I like it. Um, my next player prop, I went right back into the bag, Travis. I'm so sorry. Um, Isaiah Pacheco over 15 and a half carries. Um, it was minus 16 and a half today, which is why I didn't take it. I took something else. It was minus 130 for 15 and a half, um, but I still was taking it. I'm taking it for two units as well. I know that this technically wouldn't have hit in the divisional round, but he had 24 carries in the wild card round and in the championship game, um, which far exceeds the 15 and a half total. I'm going to ride it until it runs into the ground. I told, I said that a couple weeks ago, I said it the week before you put me on it and I can't get off of it. So 15 and a half carries two units. Kinky. There we go. There we go. Isaiah Pacheco has been a wagon. Uh, Okay. I'm going to mix mine up a little bit. I am going to go with a uh, Niners player prop. Uh, it's It's a little bit of an odd one. It's Elijah Mitchell over three and a half rushing yards. This line seems incredibly low for a guy that gets touches in that offense. Um, he hit this eight out of 11 times in the, in the regular season, and he didn't get a carry. To be fair, he didn't get a carry in the Packers game, which is a little concerning. But against the Lions, he had four carries for seven yards. I think if he gets four carries against the Chiefs defense, and everyone's been all over the Chiefs defense, rightfully so, but they still have been bad against the run this season. It's just the teams have refused to run it against them. The Bills had success, and that's why that game was so close. The Ravens refused to do it for whatever reason. That's to still be looked at because that was odd to me why they didn't run run the football. Um, but I like Elijah Mitchell over three and a half rushing yards. It's you know kind of a heavier favorite at minus one forty five. So because of that, I'm actually putting two units on it. So I like it. But the only caveat you have to worry about is I'm pretty sure all four of those carries came at the end of the game when the Niners were trying to run clock. And so I don't know if, and again, we want the Niners to win. So there's a good chance that they get up, they bring him in to try to chew clock because he is kind of that, you know, run through the middle of the line, try to eat some yards and eat some clock type of guy, um, at least at this point in his career. So again, three and a half yards, it's one carry. I just think that all of those carries came with like three minutes left in the fourth. So we just got to worry about that a little bit, but otherwise not a bad bet. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at that. Didn't include it. Cause I'm like, man, what if he just doesn't even get enough, but that, I mean, he could, he could get one and hit it there. But if he gets one and gets three and I'm going to be punching myself in the <laughs> dick for the next two days. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Either way, my next one, and I'll just throw it out there because I already alluded to this with Ethan's pick. I took Pacheco over 66 and a half rushing yards at minus 125 for a unit and a half. Um, same thing, 17 carries. I know we said this with the last game, which ended up being way too close because he just couldn't break free. But the 49ers struggled to stop the run of the Lions. I know it's a little bit better than the Chiefs, but they allowed 138 yards on 27 carries, to, and they – those were split backs. Pacheco gets mostly all the carries. Um, I think the same as last week. If he hits 17 carries, he should hit that with ease, if not before he gets the 17 carries. Well, and also they did they not give up over a hundred rushing yards to Aaron Jones the week before? So like it's, they not, did. it's not like they haven't been given tons of yards. So I like it. You know, it's 66 and a half for a guy who is the only guy they really have, like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, gets a, an occasional touch here and there for sure. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they might be activating Jarek McKinnon, but I don't see him being a huge factor either. But he'll, yeah. again, he'll be a third down passing situation guy, and only yeah. if it's like third and five or longer. So, yeah, because it's a Super Bowl, they'll open up with him in the backfield and give him four carries <laughs> yep. to start the game. Yeah. He'll, <laughs> he'll score all the touchdowns. Travis Kelsey won't get one. Pacheco won't get one. It'll, you know, he'll win MVP. That's what'll happen. He'll be activated. It'll be like the, the James White of that year that the Patriots. Were oh my god, that he had like fourteen receptions. Yeah, <laughs> just insane. Um, all right, I have one more. I have a couple more technically player props, but I have one more true player prop, and it is Brandon Ayuk over sixty three and a half receiving yards. Um, seemed low to me. He's hit it. I believe it was three of his last four games. 
He is a guy that they rely pretty heavily on. I mean, we saw how non-existent uh, George Kittle was last game when Debo is not super involved in the offense and he has been hurt. And I don't know how that's going to, I know he's been playing, but he's been hurt. I don't know how that's going to um, show itself in the Super Bowl. I should say Brandon Ayuk is their go-to guy. It's Purdy's go-to guy. They're going to be moving the ball down the field. I think Ayuk hits this. I think he hits over a hundred yards. But that's just me, but I think he hits 63 and a half for sure. Yeah. It seems that Ayuk is like the go-to guy, except for Purdy. Like Kittle has those flashed in the pan games. Um, so, you know, anytime that we bet on Kittle, be sure to take all of his unders because every time we bet on Kittle, he <laughs> goes on a milk carton. Um, yeah, I was going to say, does one, do one of you want to bet on him so this one hits? <laughs> yeah, even even with that being said, I still think Ayuk is, is like the consistent – like even Debo, for instance. Like Debo will go off for a game and have like fucking three scores in the next game, get like fucking 18 yards. I had him on my fantasy team this year. But Ayuk is always getting those consistent looks, targets – receptions etc so yeah i like I, I like that pick yep all right <laughs> my next one sorry i forgot it was after ethan we're going in like a weird order um i'm gonna go back to a um chief's prop i like rasheed rice over 66 and a half um because outside of travis kelsey ever since tony hasn't been involved in this offense or they finally realized hey tony can't isn't worth a damn I feel like Rasheed Rice has gone nuclear. He went for like 127 against the Dolphins. I know he went, he had a big game against the Bills too. A little bit quieter against the Ravens, but that's to be expected. Um, again, and if and if this game is going to play out like Ethan says it's going to play out, where the over is going to hit, there's going to be more people that get involved in the offense in the passing game than Travis Kelsey. Um, I just feel like this is relatively low for a player who, who's like just had some banana games this, this postseason. We're going to be all over the place. We are. Well, we're going to dial it in for the podcast, and like we're not going to tweet our individual picks. That's just for us to kind of keep amongst one another. Uh, well, yeah, if you, and if you listen and like them, obviously we like them too. So yeah, yeah. we're kind of steering. Like I said, I tweeted earlier. We're doing all of our brain mush work because there's so much shit to look at. We're giving yeah. our favorite picks so that you. I mean, like, fair fair enough. You can go look at your own, but we're giving you our favorites so you can pick from what we yeah. like. Well, and I was going to say, we can tweet out all of our picks, but just showing it like these are our individual picks. It's a competition, not necessarily like these are our official pod picks. This is just Travis's picks, Jared's picks, Ethan's picks. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to do a unit and a half on on Rasheed Rice's over. I also had a unit and a half on Ayuk. Sorry, I didn't say that. Okay. I'm up to like five now. Yeah. My next one is a a different one. It is MVS. Marquez Valdez Scantling, longest reception over 13 and a half yards at minus 130 for a unit and a half. Uh, he's not a target share guy. He's good for at least one to two deep targets a game. We've seen this. Uh, we saw it in the, the end of the last game. It wouldn't have hit until literally the very end of the game. But I feel like you're in the Super Bowl. You got to take a deep shot. And he's basically the only deep shot guy that they have. Rasheed Rice all underneath routes, Travis Kelsey seam routes. If they want to take a shot, it's going to be to MVS. <clears throat> he's had a catch over 13 yards and just over half of the games this season, 10 of 19. I can see some fluke shit happening. Like I said, since this is a Super Bowl, he breaks free. All it takes is all it takes is one. This could hit with just one catch. However, if he doesn't even catch a pass at all, the bet will lose. So so I was going to say this is an easy way to cheat the receptions prop because I'm pretty sure his receptions are probably one and a half. It's one and a if, half. If, if he catches one pass, it's going to be for over 13 and a half yards. So if you like him to catch a pass and you want to take over a half a reception, this is the way to do it and say, but it's one and a half. No, 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 but that's one and a half. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you taking over 13 and a half receiving yards is the equivalent of betting over a half a reception and saving money at the same right. time because if you yeah, were to yeah, yeah. buy it down to a half, it'd probably be like minus two hundred. Whereas you're getting over thirteen and a half receptions at what minus one ten, minus one fifteen maybe. So like, but even still, you're saving you're saving you some bucks. And if he catches a pass, it's not for less than thirteen yards. No way. Like, there's no chance he's not catching anything that's not going to get him that yardage. So yeah, yeah, yes, but probably not in the Super Bowl. Uh, right. All right, I've got three left. I also have three left, and these are my fun Jared ones. Has two. Fuck, I have four left. No, I have, I have. Oh. 
Yeah, I have four left. I forgot I had eight. I told you I had seven total. I've only given up four. So I have three left. Okay. Well, I'll give you I my next one. I only had seven too. Yeah, I'll give you my next one then. Um, it is the it is something I saw on FanDuel, so I don't know if it's anywhere else. So I apologize for those of you who do not bet on FanDuel. It is a triple crown bet. It is for the um, highest passer, highest re- rusher, and highest receiver parlayed. And I'm doing a half unit on this, but the triple crown is Mahomes, Ayuk, and CMC at plus 1,400 for a half God unit. God damn. For Mahomes to be the highest passer, Ayuk to be the highest receiver, and CMC to be the highest rusher. Ayuk scares me. Kind of bone you barely there. Yeah. But at plus fourteen hundred, that's good. That's uh that's right a for a half throw. unit. I really can't. I can't be upset about it. Ethan could hit that bet and just win. He could lose the rest of them and still <laughs> beat us with a half unit fourteen hundred fourteen plus fourteen hundred play. Well, I mean, if he only be... hit that and missed the rest of them, he would be down units. Yeah, so, I would. I would be down sure. ten, two or three units. But, but yeah. still, it'd be very close. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be a huge bet for you. I didn't include any of those because I'm not a cock. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually got I'm, this plus nine hundred thousand parlay for. Hey, it was a Super Bowl special. I wanted, I wanted to include a Super Bowl special. It was right there. Triple. I, I was like, I'm, cool name too. So, triple okay. crown winner. I have a I have a Super Bowl special that I might that I might toss in now too if I have some units left. But anyway, I'm not my next pick. Um, I have so I have two Christian McCaffrey bets. Do you want me to give? I'll give one, and then we'll save the other one. Um, so it's another half unit bet it is christian mccaffrey two plus touchdowns it's at plus 227 um he's done this in both games this postseason he could have had three touchdowns last game if they didn't give elijah mitchell the ball in the goal line like ethan had kind of alluded to earlier they they Um, didn't are under 20 and a half carries it (laughs) so cmc cmc two plus touchdowns it's plus 227 probably plus two depending on the book you get it's plus 200 something i'm only doing a half unit on it so um, that is my, and literally only because he's done it both times this, po- this postseason. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's not a bad bet considering he is a bulk of their touchdowns on the season. I would imagine it's the, it's um, the most sure thing in NFL betting history. Probably is to bet on McCaffrey to score a touchdown because yeah, he's done one. it since he came to the Niners. I think he's done it in like something stupid, like oh. twenty-one of twenty-three games or something like that. And I will cook up a dumb player prop parlay that won't hit because I've done it all year long and I will lose money Super Bowl. And then after Super Bowl's over, I'm done betting unless it's UFC for us year. So, so football rolls around. <laughs> um, but I will, he will be in at least one touchdown in, in, in the parlay at like minus 350 odds. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The most fun, most electric thing to bet on that I've been doing the last couple of weeks is golf. Can't convince me otherwise. And it's there's some, there's some easily manipulative lines. For live golf going around and live has live Vegas starting tomorrow. So I'll put out some plays for that. Wow. Um, what a weekend to be in Vegas. Right. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, my next pick is going to be Isaiah Pacheco. Anytime touchdown score at minus minus one twenty for a unit. He has had a touchdown in each of his last eight games played and the 49ers alone allowed three rushing touchdowns last week to the lions. Assuming that they get inside the 10-yard line, Pacheco is going to be a hawk for the end zone. They run fake plays, the one where fucking Patrick Mahomes goes in motion, acts like he's going to pitch to him, runs into the end zone. They like him inside the 10. I think he gets the nod for a score, uh, and he's just been a touchdown leech for this team on the back end of the season. Yeah, and I, I would say there's really only three guys for the Chiefs who are reliable touchdown scorers, and it's him, Kelsey, and uh, Rasheed Rice. Rice. Down the yeah. stretch, that's that's really been their only three guys. So if you're giving yourself a one in three chance for a guy to score a touchdown, I'll take those odds any day because I can't yeah. see anybody else really. I mean, again, Kenan's coming back, so knowing our luck, he'll steal every touchdown at the goal line. But I do like those odds um, for Pacheco, especially with what he's done. There right. My next one. Now I'm getting into the weird ones. I really liked this one, and it's probably not going to hit but it's both teams to have a successful fourth down conversion. It is plus 290. Oh my God. I'm just putting I you hate that one. That one's not going on the podcast. Um, <laughs> is that for a unit? For one unit. Oof, plus 290. Nice both teams All to right, get a fourth Ethan's, down conversion. 
Ethan's got a unit and a half out on some fucking long shot odds. So me and Travis, I like our odds to not finish last year. Um, <laughs> well, both of my last ones are favorite odds or minus odds. Okay. Sorry, so, okay. Okay. Um, I got another player prop and then I got three units to play with. So I'll probably toss something out. Um, but I like Christian McCaffrey longest rush over 17 and a half. He had a 30-something nine-yard rush against the Packers, a 25-yard rush against the Lions. Go back to the season. I mean, he busted off, I think, 20-plus-yard runs. I can't remember. It was like eight out of however many games. I think he's able to do this. He, he hits a scene. He has the speed. He can get to the second level. If he gets past those linebackers, that's, that's easy money to me. It's minus 130. I'm doing a unit and a half on it. Nice. That uh, bodes well with my pick, which is CMC over 90 and a half rushing yards. Um, this yep. is going to be a heavily bet prop. I've seen stuff going around um, on it on social media all week long. But the 49ers are, are going to need to get the ball on the ground. They're going to need to get the, the run game going. They have a young, inexperienced quarterback in Brock Purdy going up against arguably one of the hottest secondaries in the NFL right now. Uh, so that's not going to be you know, probably your bread and butter early is getting him a lot of pass attempts. Uh, meanwhile, the Chiefs rank 31st in the league against zone run schemes. Some of the 49ers have been leaning on more prominently down the stretch. I feel like he busts off some runs, aka an 18-yard run. Uh, he's going to be, you know, a fifth of the way there, which is why I like his yards in this one for two units. Hell yeah. I like it. I do like it. I think over a hundred's probably uh, even plus a safe bet, bet too. If you wanted to feel like yeah. a hundred plus or a hundred plus bet, but yeah, I'll take ninety and a half for sure. Um, my last two bets are non-football related. They are indeed special props from the Super Bowl, like we always get. My first one, quite simply put, is uh, heads for a unit at <laughs> minus one hundred five. Um, I will give you, you my reasoning. Be down quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my reasoning is. Uh, Tails was on a hot streak. They have won seven of the last ten. I say they as if they're a person. They like Tails as um, a team. Tails, Tails, Tails of the team has won seven of the last ten coin tosses. Um, heads didn't win last year, but I like it to happen again. So uh, give me heads at minus one hundred five. All right. There we go. Like Travis said, Ethan can be down very, very quickly. Um, oh, I could be I, down even more with my next pick before the game even starts. I'm going to be vanilla. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to save my special one that I found uh, for my very last one. I'm just. I said on the top of the podcast, I'm going to include it in my pick. San Francisco money line at two units. You already heard my reasoning. No need to dive further into that. I am going to put it on my official card. So can't not do it. All right, cool. my last one um, is. Brock Purdy over a half interception at minus 135 for a unit. Um, you just have to take you have to take this um, with with these odds for just one. I feel like he like again he's inexperienced. He's going to be panicked. Yep. He's going to get pressured, forced to make a bad throw. I've talked about how good this Chiefs secondary is. They're you know a veteran in terms of where they're at in the Super Bowl for the third time. They're going to capitalize on him making a dumb throw at least once. Fourth time. Four times Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because they lost to Brady. Yep. Lost to Brady and they lost to well, just just to Brady. Yeah. You're yep, right. Just Brady. He's two and one right now in the in the Super Bowl. Mahomes is. Yeah, we did talk about um, the Niners revenge game too. That's another reason to bet Niners money line, too. So fair enough. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be upset if that was an official pod pick, like like that one right there. Because I think we're all rooting for for the Niners and yeah, I know it's a it's a touchy feely pick because the Chiefs are probably bound to win. Uh, <laughs> I I'm gonna root for the Niners for sure. So, all right, my last pick again before the game even starts for a unit as well at minus one ten. Give me Reba under eighty nine and a half seconds on the national anthem. Reba, Reba, huh? In yeah, nineteen ninety, Reba in nineteen ninety seven, and I know that that is twenty what. Four years ago, 26 years ago, sorry. Um, yep. So things can change, but she sang the national anthem at the World Series in 97, and it only went 83 seconds. She's older. What? She sings What's pretty quick, at? anyways. 89 and a half. 
and her last I, experience I, I at saw, a major I saw plus event. odds on this one. I saw plus odds on this one on the on the really under. well. If it's at yeah. plus odds, I'll take plus odds, but I saw it at minus 110. Um, but 89 and a half that's six seconds longer than her rendition at the World Series. It's it's the same big stage again. She's older, she sings fast, anyways. Probably not gonna want to be out there super long. Um, I I I think the under here was a no-brainer to me. I had seen it from a lot of people saying, like, oh, hammer this under. So I'm taking this under. And that means it'll go a hundred seconds, but yeah, I'm taking it. All right. All right. Um, my last one for unit pairs well, Travis's last pick. The first turnover of the game to be an interception is minus one fifty. I'm throwing a unit on that bad boy. Um I think they're going to fumble the opening kickoff. Yep. hundred percent. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, so there's my 10 units, but I think it pairs with to Travis's point, even Patrick Mahomes, like the chiefs don't really turn the ball over. I think that this, if this is going to happen, it's going to come from the Niners side and uh pretty rookie quarter, not rookie first, first ball bright lights. I think he makes a mistake and I think it happens early and I think they bounce back from it, but um, first uh, turnover to be an interception minus one fifty. All right, all right, that's it. What so, are what are our official picks? <laughs> do we want to rattle them off? Twenty five. Well, I was going to say, do you want to just rattle off like what your favorites would be out of your own picks? What what would you want to make an official pick, and we can talk about it. My my highest ones were I had four that were a unit and a half or more. It was Kelsey's yards, MVS's reception. Checo's yards and CMC's yards. Sales again. again, Travis. Kelsey's yards, MVS's longest reception, Pacheco's yards, and CMC's yards. I really like Travis Kelsey's Pache- yards when you said it, but uh, but I, I'm cool with Pacheco too because I have his carries. So if we want, I was, to I was go that route. I was leaning Pacheco, but I, Kelsey was was my option B there for Travis. So we'll keep that in our back pocket. Uh, my unit and a half plus plays were Elijah Mitchell over three and a half rushing yards, Rasheed Rice over 66 and a half, um, CMC's longest rush over 17 and a half, and Niners money line. I feel like we just go Niners money line since we That's all what like I was it. I say is that yeah. Niners money line is a good bet there. Um, and then mine, I mean, the one that I, I, I would put on the pod if it were up to me, but it's not, it's up to all of us. Would be Ayuk's over 63 and a half receiving yards. Um, my other high ones were Kelsey anytime touchdown score and Pacheco's over in attempts. Those are my my three unit and a half or more plays. I like Kelsey's touchdown. Yeah, me too. We could Honestly. double dip with him and his yards and then the yeah. Niners money line. Money line. Unless you wanted Pacheco's yards. But we can also do Kelsey's yards and, and no, because then well. we then we have because then we then we're splitting hairs with we need a Kelsey touchdown. True. Um, Pacheco I would get need a bunch Pacheco of touchdown. Pacheco's yep. yards, Kelsey's yards, and while also needing the Niners to win, I say we just yep. do Kelsey's yards. Double dip on Kelsey four touchdowns because yep. he could catch a thirty-yard touchdown and the Niners yep. still win. Let's yep. do well since we all like Niners money line. Is that is that last hurrah three wise the, the, the last three wise men play of the week. Yeah, we've got I tell you we are up 3.84 units in NFL. If we're going total football, we are down 1.6 with that in college. So we need to make up that ground. Um if we're if we're not assuming, but thinking one of these will lose, if we unless we sweep, we would need two to win and one to lose for a even oh. break even on the year. <laughs> Which is crazy. Fucking if we do all two 23 minutes. weeks later, we it's like yeah. we never did anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think then what do we do? Five units total on the three picks? No, and then six. We'll do six. Okay. Uh, unless we, we could do a three wise men and two, two uniters, but I, th- I think for sure all at least two units. Let's, let's do, let's do Niners money because Niners money line is, is a little bit more. It's heavily more heavily favored. I think it's minus one twenty two when I saw it last. Um, it. Ethan's Ethan's we'll AT three, three Wiseman. We picked three of our favorites. Yep. We'll do three units on all of them. Ethan's okay. is plus money, so that'd be that that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Why not? Let's do it. Because if if, if Kelsey te- ke- Jesus Christ, if Kelsey catches a touchdown, we break even no matter what. Yep. So 
wrong. Because that's that's <laughs> wrong. six units. Wrong. <laughs> Way wrong. The math does not math. If, if we put, it, it'd be 3.3 units. If we put three units and then we could lose on plus one hundred. Yeah, it, you would win three units, but then we'd lose three units on my bet and lose three units on Travis's bet. So we'd, we'd be, be down dead even for the week. That's what I'm saying. Week, I didn't mean on the year. The I meant on the week, we'd be yeah. dead even. So no matter what, yeah. if Kelsey scored a touchdown, we'd be dead even on the week at worst because we'd win six units. We've already decided. There, there's the card. Three units apiece, Niners money line, Kelsey over yards, and Kelsey's anytime touchdown. I just want to toss out two other ones that I that I liked and put in my card. Super Bowl MVP, Christian McCaffrey, plus 450. Um, and a player to cry during the national anthem minus one fifteen. <laughs> Ain't nobody. I, I love. I love. Go ahead. Tell them CMC uh, CMC MVP plus four fifty. Okay. Um, and then you're. I was gonna say I love me some Reba McIntyre. I don't think anybody's crying during that national. Anthem. I think it's just the fact <laughs> of like if it if it's, it's your first motion, time there the moment. I think I think for somebody like honestly, somebody like who on these teams hasn't been there before? Brock Purdy. I could see him shedding a tear. I could see shedding a tear. Yeah, Anna Fry. <laughs> um, I could see some people who haven't been there before, like just like you know, shedding a, a brief tear. I don't. Is anyone on the Chiefs team have have they never been there before? Pacheco. No, he was there last year. So. Um, Rasheed Rice. No, he was there last year too, wasn't he? Or is he a rookie this year? No, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. Rasheed so Rice. There you go. That's it. Purdy, Purdy or Rice. Don't cry. Probably one. Was Legarius Sneed on that team last year? Yes. Yes. So. Yes. He's a sec. He's a second year. So, um, there we have it. A lot of shit that we just ran down. We are going to take time out. Ethan's going to come back at us with a game. Alrighty, boys. So this week, keeping with the theme of Super Bowl, we said that this episode was going to be everything Super Bowl related. I'm going to share my screen and you all will see what we're doing this week. This week, oh, we are doing it. not Super Bowl winners, but every team that has lost the Super Bowl. Since 1991, I gave you the winners on the screen. You have to give me the losers. You were working in tandem for every Super Bowl loser since 1991 that's on this screen. How many um, collective strikes are we getting? Are we getting, I guess we're getting six total strikes in. We'll give you six total strikes to clear the board. And I okay. don't care who All goes right. first. And you go for it. Travis, I'll let you know you if it's it off. We'll go, we'll just go in reverse order. Uh, of most recent, I'll go the Eagles. That is correct. I guess I can. I didn't put a little check mark for these to clear them off. Give me a second. I'll I'll add a quick uh a quick circle or something. You can go ahead and continue on with your. Okay. With your I sentence. will. Well, that's a big ass circle. Um. <laughs> I guess I will go. Travis said reverse order. I'll go 2022. It was the Cincinnati Bengals. You are correct. Two off the board, back to back. Travis. Uh, I am going to take the next one, and it will be the Kansas City Chiefs in 2021. You are correct. Keep on going down the list. Might as well just do the whole. If you can do the entire thing in reverse order, I will take a shot at the end of this. Uh, so, so twenty twenty um, would have been the San Francisco 49ers. I was gonna say you just talked about the revenge game, so I hope you get that one right. Yeah. And I, I should preface this. I meant to say this at the beginning. I think you guys have already picked up on it. It's when the Super Bowl happened. So 2023 was obviously the 2022 season. Super Bowl happens yeah. in 2023. So you, you get that. But yeah. 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 Uh, 2019, the Patriots beat the Rams. Correct. I almost said incorrect. And then I was like, wait, no, you're right. Yes, it was. And then right. and the and most boring Super Bowl of all time. Yes. yes. Uh, I don't know about that. And then um, the... 2018, the Eagles beat the Patriots. Correct. 
Keep on going, boys. Who did the Patriots beat in 2017? You should know this. uh, No. Pretty notorious Super Bowl. (laughs) Notorious Super Bowl? Yeah. Can Uh, can, can I help? Can I help him here, Ethan? That was the year. working together. But I was was, 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 here. Edelman had that catch. It was 28-3, Travis. Oh, the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> Since you're working together, if, if you guys both get it, I won't give you a strike. But if you both guess wrong, then it's a strike. Well, how about we do that? And then we'll we'll knock it down to we'll do five strikes because of that. Since you both get a chance to guess each one. I am struggling on the Broncos, so I'm not going to go in reverse. Should we keep going in reverse order, Travis, or is it okay if, if I start jumping around? The Broncos, that was drumming. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to stop that. Broncos. Would have been the. Don't, don't tell me because it's my turn. If you can give me a hint, I'll help. give you a hint. But I don't think it'll give it away. We held a Super Bowl party at Pimlico for this game. Yeah, we did that for the Falcons game too. That doesn't help. Um, the... Not for me because I wasn't sure shit wasn't the fuck there. So uh, we don't have to go in reverse. It wasn't the... Let's was come it back Panthers? to it. No, it wasn't because the Panthers were 2014. And now it, it's going it to be on next he, Travis right. is correct. Oh really? Yeah, it was Broncos Panthers. That was the yeah, fifteen and one game season. That oh yeah, Peyton Manning kind of got carried to a Super Bowl and then retired. Uh, yeah, 20, right. 2015 would have been the Seahawks. Correct. Did you like that logo? Yeah, the deflated helmet. <laughs> Deflate gate. <laughs> I didn't. For some reason, I think the Panthers went to two Super Bowls, but the Panthers are twenty fourteen as well. No. Travis, you want to help him out? Yeah. Uh, 2014, the Seahawks beat. Uh, oh, no. The Pan- the Panthers are, oh, my God, the NFC team. Jesus Christ. It was the Broncos. They beat, they beat the Broncos. There you go. That's a, that's, I was like, I was like, I don't know how the uh, Panthers would beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, but You're if right. you want to ride, ride on that one, you go right ahead. That's a strike. I'm trying to strike. think of. I know this one, too. Well, then you can say it. You can help me out. It's uh, it was it was it was the Harbaugh Bowl. It was uh, the Niners. Ah, uh, the Niners. The blackout game. game. Uh, Twenty twelve. It would have been the, the Patriots. One. Yep. Eli Manning's second second stint in a Super Bowl. Mm. Giants beat the Patriots. Now you're starting. Twenty eleven. Now you're starting to fucking. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get. It's gonna get bad here. Okay, I'm gonna start jumping around then. Um, is it, yeah, you don't technically my, right, fine. Yeah, technically my turn. I'll do um, 2000. It was the Titans. Good call with the St. Louis Rams logo. Two thousand and two, it was the Rams. Mm-hmm. Correcto, Agendo, greatest show on and turf. Then, in two thousand three, it was the Raiders. Correct again. In the was was Gruden the coach for that yes. game? For the for the for the Bucks. He for the, the Bucks, coach. yeah, that's what I meant. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. In two thousand and nine, the Steelers beat the Cardinals. Correct. The Heinz Ward catch. Mm-hmm. Uh I'll go two thousand eight. It was the Patriots. Giants Giants beat the Patriots. Correct. I mean, you boys are halfway there, looking good. Yeah. But you got a lot of the old games. I do have a good yeah, hint for you later, but we're not going to get there yet. Yeah, the old games are going to fuck me. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm running low here on my on. Who I did play. it since Jarrett was born. That's that's why we're at 91. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I just my my memory of who was in the Super Bowl does not go back past 15 years. So. <laughs> um, I'm trying, I don't know who the Packers beat in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm struggling with that one too. I I know who the Saints beat. Go for it. The Colts, 2010. Correct. Yep. Peyton Manning has been in more Super Bowls than you realize, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But he didn't go to back to back in 11. No, he did not. No. 
I, that Packers one's throwing me. 2011, I can't remember for the life of me for some reason. Which I, I guess as a fan, I'm like, how can you not remember that? But then I'm like, well, I obviously would remember it, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's memorable. So, yeah. I am. I am. Unless one comes yep. to me. All right. I was, 2000, I was 12 two, at most. <laughs> 2000, 2001 was the Giants when the Ravens beat the Giants. Correct. In a blowout, might I add. Yeah, it was bad. Um, I, yeah, if you want to rattle some do, off, and then I'll give you my hint once you're out of. I might. I might. Guess. Well, I, I know the hint. It's 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 four straight L's. I'm trying to decide which <laughs> four, which four which four years it was. I'm, I'm glad I you think, caught the title. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I think it was. But what do you mean four straight L's? The, the Buffalo Buffalo Bills lost four straight Super Bowls. I'm trying to decide which four years it was in the early '90s. Oh, gotcha. I think it was ninety two, ninety five. Um, Ethan, am I am I right? And that was ninety one and ninety four. Because you because you got it, I will give it to you. It's ninety one and ninety four. Okay, all right, cool. So the Bills lost ninety one, ninety four to the Giants, Skins, and the Cowboys back to back. Yep. Uh fuck. All right. Whenever you're done doing that, I have the. Yep. I believe I have the Patriots in 04 as well. I think I know what that one is. I mean, I'd say this is a pretty solid uh, performance overall, considering you got two thirds of them. Yeah, the Pats in 04 was the Panthers as well. I mean, that's 37 Super Bowls, by the way. By the way, or boys, would you? Yeah. Sorry, say that again. Pats in 04 was the Panthers. Correct. Okay. Now we're really starting to get nitty gritty. Travis, you have any idea on? 06 or anything 05 and newer any, one of any... one of them does stand out like i i would have thought you guys would have gotten this one um my hint would to you would be rex grossman the bears uh right correct but which one yeah it would have it would have been the was it was it, the, was it the Steelers? Mm-mm. Okay, it was the Colts. It was the Colts. Good call. You got three so strikes. Two, two, two more to get two. you. I had two strikes, but I'll, I'll 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 go with three. I think Travis guessed the Packers one earlier. Correct? You bet. You guessed the Broncos against the Packers. I didn't guess the Packers one. No, no, no he didn't. Then you guess. got two. Then you got two. You got three more. Really struggling on that 05 Super Bowl when the Pats went back to back there. Uh, the pan the, the Packers one's gonna piss me off. 2011. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> only Super Bowl win. 2011. See, I, when I made this, oh oh, I oh, thought, oh 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 it's Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Correct. There you go. Yeah. The Steelers. Yep. You had a uh, Richard Mendenhall. That was mm-hmm. his best year in the NFL, I would argue. And the Packers didn't necessarily shut him down, but, you know, shut him down enough. All right. This could count as a strike then, but I'm going to guess 95 or 96 was the Broncos losing. Ninety-five or 96. Incorrect on both. Well, there's a strike for sure. <laughs> um, man, I don't know about that. I, no I, I really want to get 05 and 06 because I, I Travis threw me for a loop when the Steelers won against the Cardinals. I can't remember who they beat the first time. I'm gonna go ahead and throw in the towel. Okay, yeah, Trav. we did. That was pretty good. Yeah, I would I mean, say that's that. been done. That is pretty solid. All right. 2006, you have the Steelers beating Seattle. Fucker. 2005, New England beat Philadelphia. 1999, Denver beat Atlanta. 1998, Denver beat Green Bay. 97, Green Bay beat the Patriots. In 96, Dallas beat Pittsburgh. And then in 95, the 49ers beat the San Diego Chargers. That would have been the hardest one for me. 
I mean, a lot Doug of these Flutie? were tough, but that would have been was the that, hardest was, one. Was that was that Doug Flutie Chargers? I don't know. Actually, I'd have to look that up. But uh, honestly, solid performance overall to get. Again, there were. 33 Super Bowls on here, and you guys got 27 of them. So I'd say that's pretty solid. I would say so. I would say so as well. I'd say so as well. Wanted so to make I'm it Super make... Bowl related. Didn't really have anything else that was going to stand off the board. I could have been like, you know, who was the first person to score the first touchdown of every Super Bowl? That would have been damn near impossible. Um, oh, my God. So yeah. this is the, <laughs> the easiest Super Bowl grid that I could have come up with, except maybe like MVPs. It. But Ethan's trivia extravaganza. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, what do you want to talk about? E? I'm gonna make one more drink, but I, I can I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, so the last thing I wanted to talk about news came out today. Just general reactions. The NFL announced that the first week of the NFL season on a Friday night. The Philadelphia Eagles will be playing in Sao Paulo, Brazil. They don't have an opponent opponent yet. Um, but first game in South America, first game in Brazil, obviously. NFL's continued efforts to expand the NFL beyond just the United States. Just wanted to get your initial reactions on that news and your, kind of your thoughts on it. I love it. Friday night fucking football, first week of the season. I wish so, they would do more, but obviously I know there's rules against that and shit. So, yeah, I'm just not. I I hate the uh, games in different countries. Yeah, just it's silly to me. So, and and something I talked about earlier um, with Trav offline is this one arguably makes the most sense because it's still in the same time zone. Um, yeah. If it were the the, the games that I really hate are the London games, the Germany games. um, And and I get it. South America is still a far flight. It still doesn't make a ton of sense. I get you're trying to expand the game. I think that's great for the NFL to at least, you know, expand globally, get more viewership. Um, After I talked to you about it, Trav, I did look it up. Apparently Brazil has a large NFL following. They, they average like 30 and eight, 38 and a half million viewers or something like that. So as far as like, viewership and people who are going to come out for that game makes sense. They've got the infrastructure from the Olympics and the world cup for the stadium down there. But at the same time, the thing that worries me that I do not want to see happen is NFL expanding teams into these countries, because that is going to ruin travel for these players. If you expand, cause there's, I, I heard it on ESPN today. I'm talking about like, well, they might end up putting a team in London. They might end up putting a team in Frankfurt. I'm like, okay, but can you imagine the advantage that those teams would, or the disadvantage, I guess, technically, those teams would have traveling across the ocean every single week or at least every other week? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think that'll ever happen. I know they've talked about it for years. I don't, I honestly don't see a situation where that's ever going to happen. I just don't. Yeah, I really hope it does. Now, if they put if they put a team in Toronto or Mexico City, fine. Mexico City is like a two hour flight from Dallas. Like it's yeah, it's not like it's that far away. Um, But if you're putting teams in Brazil, London, Germany, like that, that 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 is when you're getting a bit too extreme for teams and franchises to have to travel. I also that much time on a plane. Okay, think about it from this perspective. That team has no advantage to signing free agents because who the fuck's gonna go and gonna want to go play for a team in Frankfurt or London or right. even Brazil? Like, okay, cool. I get to I get to live in a different country for you know nine months out of the year when I'm you know all these most of these players I would say a good ninety five percent of the players in the, in the NFL are born in the u.s and they want to stay in the u.s and want to live in the u.s i mean it's just that'd be ridiculous yeah yep again from like a viewership standpoint if you're trying to grow the game and get more people to buy in and watch absolutely like these people want to tune in on tv because they saw a game in person and they know there's a chance that you might get a team to come out once once a year and watch whatever 
for sure. But anything beyond that just seems a bit extreme to me. And again, I think the Europe games are a bit much because of the time zone difference. If you're staying in the time zone, we can we can make that happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So I personally like the Friday night game aspect of it, though, but maybe not every yeah. single week because then you're talking about four days of straight football. But right. first week of the year, it's kind of fun because you got Thursday night football, Friday night football, college football Saturday. It's like the first big full week of college football Saturday, usually whenever the NFL, because like the first week of college football is like a lot of like fluff shit. You have one or two good games, um, and then you have first NFL Sunday. So I like that. Maybe not every single week, but I like the idea of, of a Friday night game. I saw that this is the first week one Friday night football game in 55 years. or so, It was either 55 or like 53 years. Wild. <laughs> just, insane. just insane. But yeah. So yeah. just just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. I, I thought it was interesting. I, I feel bad for Eagles like fans who live in Philadelphia who are losing out on a home game for this. But, you know, you lose out on a week one home game because they're like, we're going to send your team to South America. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But... That's I don't. I don't feel any sympathy for them because we, us as Dolphins <laughs> fans, have lost out on plenty of home games over the years. So, I don't have any. And this will be like the first time I think since Travis and I've been fans, where the Dolphins will not have it have an international game. So that's that's exciting. Woohoo! Really an international game like every year. That ever since we've been fans, we've had an international wow. game every single year. I didn't, Whether it's been a home that. game or an away game, we've had an international game every single year. Hmm. Yep. Usually They're in like London, this year's we are like the Jets. I don't know why they like, they stick in those Florida teams international games. I know the Bucks have played quite a few too, so it's ridiculous. I guess because it's the shortest travel wise, but why not send the fucking New York teams over there? True. That actually is not probably clear. the shortest flight of all of them. They can't lose that market. That's why they can't lose those ticket sales for the New York games. If you, if you were going to send a team to Brazil, you should have sent the Florida teams or the Texas teams. <laughs> Not also, the Texas teams, teams or Philly Dallas, teams, Houston, Dallas, Houston now, would have been. A fun I one. could see, I could see this game being Eagles Cowboys. I don't know if they would do a division game out of the country. I, I don't, I don't know if they would do that because then you're going to give one team an advantage to play the home game later in the season. But um, it would be a marquee matchup on a Friday night week one of the season, so it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, maybe they'll make the other game in London. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for 233, a little bit shorter, but Super Bowl extravaganza. We'll be back next week with post-Super Bowl thoughts. Going to have to get creative on content um, from here on out, but we'll do it. we got the UFL coming up. The schedule just got released, uh, kicking off on March 30th, so still got a couple uh, six weeks away from that. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see you all next week. And uh, whether you, however you decide to bet on Super Bowl, best of luck. Peace. Peace.